Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thanks so much for pressing play on this episode. And if you did and you understand that the topic is about self-sabotage, I would imagine that this episode is for you, just based on the title alone. I think a lot of us self-sabotage, knowingly and unknowingly. And um, so I wanted to talk about that today because over the weekend, so we just had... um, spring forward. We just, we just sprang forward with the time. And as you know, that means that we lose an hour and that already just makes me insanely irritated to lose an hour of, of my day. Um, but obviously this happens, this has been happening for years, right? So it's not like it's something new. I wish they would change this and stop playing with the time and just leave it, you know, leave it, just leave it alone. We shouldn't have to fall, fall for, excuse me, what is it? Fall back and spring forward and do this and do that. Just leave it. But, uh, that's neither here nor there at this, at this point. Um, but with that, with that, since we already lost an hour, I was like, you know, prepared for it. You know, I wasn't happy about it, but I was prepared for it. And then somewhere along the way, after making some goals and, and of, of how I was going to spend my, my, my weekend, specifically my Sunday, um, I ended up doing things that were just not what I had intended on doing. And so there's this thing. So I've been kind of like up and down, up and down, up and down with like my weight loss and some other stuff. And for a long stretch of time, I had lost a uh, amount of weight and I was feeling really good, really healthy, like eating clean. Like when I eat clean, that's like the best for me. It's like the best for my mood, for my attitude, for my spirit, for my physical, like everything is just like so in alignment, right? And it, and it comes down a lot of the times for me, or a big part of that is eating, eating well, eating the right way for my body. Well, like I said, up and down, up and down on that whole roller coaster of, of eating well, then not eating well, eating well, then not eating well. So right now I'm in kind of like an in-between, you know, space. And so long story short, yesterday, which was Saturday, at least this was yesterday for me, it might be a couple of days for you when you listen to this episode, but on Saturday, I decided like I willfully like th- this wasn't like just like a random like oh I'm out I might as well go and get this was I specifically I was at home on Saturday night watching Hulu 
just resting. And I was okay with resting. Um, cause I knew on Sunday I was going to do all the things that I wanted to do in regards to just like some stuff for Brown girl self care and just getting the house clean and some other stuff. And so I willfully and intentionally made the decision to get up. It was around eight 30 at night, maybe nine o'clock. And I said, I am going, because I'm watching these movies. I want a snack. I am going to go and I'm going to get two things. I'm going to get some chips and I'm going to get some ice cream. Now, as I'm thinking this through, because again, this was intentional. As I'm thinking this through in the back of my mind, my mind is like screaming, like, no, or it wasn't screaming, but like, there's just flashing, like, like, no, 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 (laughs) danger, danger, danger. Don't do it. Right. Because I know that when I eat especially specific things, like for example, these, uh, cheddar and sour cream ruffles that I picked up. I know those are not good because they have so much salt. They make my head hurt. Like for real, they make my head hurt so bad. And then the next day I feel like I have like this headache. Like it's just this hangover headache feeling because of the sodium in the chips. Right. Uh, I didn't care about that. And then I got the ice cream, uh, cherries Garcia, um, ice cream, a pint of ice cream or whatever. And, which is not good either for my body. So these are just, like I said, decisions that I had made knowing good and well that they were going to affect me the next day, but I just didn't care. I just didn't care. So then long story short, I'm enjoying my snacks. I'm watching all the movies on Hulu and documentaries and stuff like that. Knowing good and well, as I take bite by bite of these chips specifically, like This is not going to end well for you. And you know this, right? You know, this is not going to end well for you. I didn't care. Long story short, next day, like we already lost the hour, right? So that's already one thing where you're feeling tired or whatever. Um, I wasn't too concerned about the time change only because I'm not working right now. So it wasn't like a huge, huge deal, just an irritation, you know? Um, But what I... I mean, I was prepared for it, but I wasn't prepared for it. You know what I mean? The headache that I got. I mean, when I woke up, I had I had the headache that I knew I was going to get. And what sucks is that pretty much this entire Sunday, this entire Sunday has been wasted. Like, I have not, I didn't do any of the things that I wanted to do because I had such a headache and I was, you know, so I'm just pounding water and, you know, things like that. I had such a headache that I couldn't do anything but just lie on the couch and read, which is fine. Reading. I love to read. I was reading some stuff, but that wasn't the point. I intentionally self-sabotaged and it makes no sense. So I want to talk today about self-sabotaging and, and I think this is a good topic for all of us. Like we have things that we're trying to do. We're taking care of families. We're building businesses. We're going to work. We have careers. We have people we're helping. Uh, we have goals and stuff like that, but it's like in, in relationships, we, we want healthy relationships. We want to make X amount of money. We want the best for our kids. We want you know, to be in great shape and in and, and excellent physical health mentally and, and physically and everything else. But then it's like we, we set ourselves up to not succeed. And it just boggles my mind. So I was reading up on it 
and I'm going to put the link to this uh, article. There's, and if you haven't Googled self-sabotage, please do so. There's a, a plethora, a wealth of information to be had if you just Google it, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or find some books on, on that kind of thing. But, um, so I've been reading up on this, you know, all day and I stumbled across, um, a website and it's lisajeffs.com. And she came up with five reasons why we self-sabotage. And I want to talk about these ways. I want to talk about this. And I want to say that nothing that I say here, uh, is like any type of therapy or therapeutic, uh, advice or anything like that. I want to preface this by saying that, you know, obviously this is something that you're deal with, you're dealing with, excuse me, and you, and you're serious about, um, taking action and, and making changes in your life, then definitely speaking with a professional will be high up on the list. If you have that capacity to do that and, 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 and you have insurance or you have the means to, to speak with a, a licensed professional about this, that's always my go-to. What I'm doing here is just giving you my takeaways from the points that she made to see if you identify with self-sabotage and maybe can think of some ways that right now in your own life, you do this, you know? And maybe even go a step further and, and try to work to understand why you do this and how you can kind of like do a 180 and and eliminate some of these self-sabotaging habits that we um, struggle with. Okay, so she gave five reasons. So let's go ahead and go with number one. So the first one is uh, definitely to me a no-brainer. Actually, all of these except for one is a no-brainer. And I'll get to that one in just a second. But uh, the first reason she says that uh, we self-sabotage is because we lack self-worth. That again is, like I said, totally uh, a no-brainer. If you don't have self-worth, you're lacking, you know, the confidence. Um, and you're telling you're telling yourself these negative things. Um, and it's these stories that we have around our self-worth, these, these stories that we've been taught intentionally or unintentionally by how we were raised or the environments we were in or, um, you know, just things of that nature. If you don't have a healthy dose of, of, if you don't, if you don't understand your value, if you don't feel confident, if you don't realize, or you don't have a high, like esteem or, 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 um, you don't value yourself then that's definitely going to be a no-brainer with self-sabotaging because you feel like, you know, you're not, you, you can't do the things that you want to do. You don't have that, that, that understanding in yourself, that, that belief in yourself that says, hey, I can do whatever I put my mind to. I'm worthy of having these things. I'm capable of going out and doing X, Y, Z. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. I'm, what other enoughs? I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. I'm beautiful enough. Um, you know, I'm intelligent enough. I'm capable. You know what I'm saying? I can make things happen. I can do the things that I need to do because you have that, that instilled sense of worth that is like pushing you forward. You don't have that sense of self-worth. It's going to, it's going to drag you back. You know what I'm saying? So what she was saying is that the way that we speak to ourselves, it, 
I mean, you know this, the way that you speak to yourself, it matters. You may not think it does, but the, but our thoughts, what is it the saying? Our, our, our thoughts become words and our words become actions. I'm paraphrasing because I don't know the exact quote, but that is so, so true. What, what story, what are you telling yourself every day? What are you saying to yourself when you get up every morning? What are you saying to yourself when you look in the mirror? What are you saying to yourself when you write, make your goals? Like when you're making your goals for the, for the month, and you're writing them down. Are you are you really writing your goals down and saying, "Yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to I want to smash these goals." I don't know how I'm going to do it because you may not know exactly how you're going to do it, and that's why you're writing you you're coming up with goals, you're going to make a plan, you know what I'm saying? But what are you saying to yourself when you're making those goals? If you're not saying the right things to yourself, if you don't have the right frame of mind, if your mindset is just kind of teetering on a negative axis or it's 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 not up high it's down low then the things that you're going to try to do you're just you you may accomplish them I I don't know you know it's just very iffy because without self-confidence without feeling that sense of self-worth it's like you're not going to ever see like your full potential you'll never see your full potential if you're not saying the right things to yourself and thinking the right things of yourself and being that confident, amazing, beautiful, smart, capable woman that you are. So yeah, that was the first one. Like we lack self-worth and that one is like a doozy. Now the second one, she says, this is the one that I I do not, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not real because I know that it is. It's just not one that I can relate to. Um, and the second one is we fear success. We fear success. So, you know, you're out there working hard or, or that's just, I guess, just a way of self-sabotage. Like you fear being successful, I guess, because when you're successful, maybe that for you means I don't want to be successful. I mean, you're not saying this maybe verbally, but this might be like in the back of your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm scared to be successful or I'm going to self-sabotage and do these things um, because I don't, I'm scared of being successful. I don't want to be in the limelight. I don't want people recognizing me when I walk down the street. I don't want people asking me. I don't want people in my family asking me for money uh, just because I launched XYZ business and it took off like a rocket. I don't want to have the responsibility of taking care of, you know, people coming out of the woodwork. Like fear of success can be like a super stressful thing for different reasons. I personally don't, (laughs) I personally don't have the fear of success. Um, and again, maybe that looks like for some people, I've never had this much money in my bank account, you know, and then that's another self-sabotage if you're going to go and just spend it all up, you know what I mean? But you may not be comfortable in these spaces of, 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 I don't want to say luxury, but in these spaces of high value or being at the top of the game or at the top of the heap and being scared that someone's going to, you know, knock you out of position. So people that have a fear of success, it is a very true thing. And you might be resonating with this. Um, but what you do is you make these goals, but you're scared to, 
you're scared to achieve them because it it's stressful for one reason or another. You have these goals, you want to hit them, but then you also don't because of what that is going to, it may change your life. It may mean more responsibilities. It may mean now you're going to have to move um, and have bigger and better, you know, and that, and if you're not used to bigger and better, maybe you're scared that you're going to have it and then you're going to lose it. You'll have it one day and then a year from now, like the people that win the lottery, wish that was me, right? <laughs> let me have, let me see how I do with the fear of success. I would love to win the lottery and just um, see how that works for me. But all, all kidding aside, it's like people that win the lottery, I don't know what the statistics are, um, but I know that I've read and seen like documentaries and stuff where people will win, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And I'm assuming they take like the lump sum, get heavily taxed, but they take the lump sum. And then a year later or five years later, so let's say someone, Johnny, Johnny Mitchell won $5 million in 2000, excuse me, yeah, 2015. And then by 2019, he's got like negative $76.33 in the bank and he's living in a shelter lost all his assets, you know, has nothing. Everybody came, they put their hand out. He was buying up all these cars and lavish homes and not living within his means. And he had that success and he self-sabotaged. So fear of success is very real. Um, Another thing that she mentioned, I guess number three is, uh, she says, we want to place fault everywhere, excuse me, not everywhere, excuse me, let me try that again. We want to place fault elsewhere. So you know how that goes when you don't think that you're going to do this magical thing that you set your mind to. And you're like, well, I'm going to fail. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, 
no alcohol plus no added sugar so i've tried all the flavors and i really really like strawberry rose it's like um a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane now recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go but it's also good for chilling at home too it's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand so next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol without the hangover give recess mood a shot it's been a fantastic addition to my routine you deserve a healthier way to unwind Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code SELFCARE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code SELFCARE. But regardless, so let me just uh, blame, you know, let me blame another person or let me blame my circumstances or let me blame my environment. And that's the reason why I failed. That's the reason why I didn't, you know, uh, make my goals. It's like, we, we feel like for whatever reason, we're not going to hit these goals that are going to be life-changing for us. And so though we make these goals in the back of our mind, we're just like looking for opportunities to put the blame elsewhere because we, because we're not going to hit them. Does that make sense? So we don't have that sense of belief that either we're worthy of it or we're, we're capable of doing it or whatever the case may be. So even though I'm going to make these lofty goals, even though I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm going to go for it, you know, um, in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm already calculating that it's not going to happen. It's not for me. It's not something I can do. It's for everybody else. Um, I'm too stupid. I'm, I don't have enough money. So I'm not worthy of these, of hitting these goals. So my self-sabotage plan is to, to say I'm going to do it, but I'm going to look for any and every opportunity to put the blame of not hitting these goals that I know I'm not going to make on something else. Cause we've, we're telling ourselves that, um, we're not going to do it. So we're just putting the blame on, on another person or on a situation. Um, so yeah, we want to place the fault elsewhere, but with ourselves. Um, the fourth one that Lisa talks about is, uh, we want control and man, oh man, that one was like a smack in the face. (laughs) 
We want control. If you are like me and you are a perfectionist and you are listening to this, I want you to raise your hand unless you are driving and tell me that that does not resonate for you. We want control. Are we control freaks? I'm a control freak. And I hear from a lot of you guys, and I know that you're control freaks as well. I don't know if it's because we're <laughs> because we're women, or that's just how we were raised, or what. But we are control freaks. We have to be in control, okay? And that is what happened with me and the chips, and um, what did I have? The chips and the ice cream. I knew that I was going to sell. I knew that I was self-sabotaging. I knew what was going to happen. I knew because I've done this over and over and over again. So I had already accepted. I already knew. I, I knew what was up. But I still made those choices to sabotage, self-sabotage my day. And it, and it gave me this sense of control. Like, like I was in control. It was under my power. Like I was doing it. I mean, I was, but you know what I mean? It was like. I was okay with the negative outcome. I knew that it was going to be what what it was, but I felt like I had this control. Like it, it, I was in, I was affecting it. I was I was in control of this this crash and <laughs> this crash and burn that I had set up. I was setting up for myself, and I was okay with that. It was a safe place for me. It was comfortable. I've been there. I've I've, I've visited this part of myself many times. Many, many times, if I have to be honest. So it was like a safe place, a, a safe uh, form of self-sabotage that I was comfortable with because I've done it so many times. And it, made, and it made me feel like, you know, well, oh well. You know what I mean? Because I still had the control. So that one was like a major one for me. And I agree with that one like a thousand percent. Um, and then the last one that she says is we fear failure. We feel failure. That was number five. And this one, I definitely like how, um, what was it? Number two was like, or number me. Yeah. It was number two. Number two was we fear success. That one I don't identify with. I don't identify with having a fear of success. I, I honestly want all the success. I, I want it. I want the money. I want the, the quote unquote security. Like I want the accomplishments. I want to feel great about the things I've done and the people I've helped. I want the success. I, you can put my name, you know what I'm saying? Uh, in times square, you know, author of the year or podcast of the year, whatever. I want success. Fear of failure. Absolutely, the fear of failure it like has me like it, it just has me in its grip and so it's like I'll tell myself that um you know I, why even try why even make an attempt why make those goals why start that podcast why try to get your health in order? Why why try to lose weight? Why try to save money? 
You know, why, why try to put money in your savings or save money in your savings account? Why apply for that job? Why reach out to that person and see if they want to collab on something? You know, what's the point? Like I have this fear that no matter what I do, no matter how I do it, uh, no matter how amazing I do it, it's going to crash and burn. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hit my goals. I'm not going to succeed. I'm not going to be a success. I'm not going to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then I have that fear that people are going to like, be like, oh, you know, there's like, they're going to point and laugh like, oh, there's Brie. And um, she's like a, a failure. She tried all these things and she couldn't do any of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it's, it's definitely large and scary um, to have a fear of failure because it's like you put your heart and your soul into into doing these things but in the back of your mind you're like you're not gonna do that you're never gonna make it why are you trying why are you why are you doing all these things when you know good and well it's a waste of your time so those last two wanting control and fear of failure those are like major things that I have been working through um And it just takes some time. Like if you're in a place, and this is why I recommend, like I'm talking about it, you know, through the podcast, just to kind of shed some light on, on self-sabotage. But it's like for us that are, we're in deep, we, we, it would be best that you speak with like a professional, a licensed counselor, a therapist, someone that can help you, um, figure out what type of fear of failure you have, how to unpack it how to sit with it and how to, to make some healthy habits and work through the processes that you need to work through so that you can, instead of becoming your worst enemy, you can be your biggest fan. You can be your biggest, like cheerleader, your biggest supporter. Um, and that's why this is a part of self-care to me because self-care is not just, again, like, taking beautiful baths and that you can post on Instagram and, and, you know, doing, going on vacations and, and posting pictures on Instagram and just doing all those kind of things, you know, um, self-care is about doing the work and, and being honest with yourself and, and looking at your, your habits and, um, your daily routines and the, and the, and the things that you say to yourself, your negative self-talk and the traumas that you've experienced in the past and putting all these things together, you know what I'm saying? Putting, putting them all together and making sense of why you do the things you do and why you don't do the things you don't do <laughs> or, or why you, yeah, why you do the things you do and why you don't do things that you don't do. Um, because all of that is a part of your story. So if you're sitting here right now saying, yes, I self-sabotage and you're feeling like some kind of way about it, like feeling guilty about it or being hard on yourself or doing this whole, like maybe right now, this is bringing up some stuff for you. Excuse me. It's bringing up some stuff for you and you're feeling overwhelmed and this sense of heaviness and you're, and you're, you're listening to my voice, but you're talking, you're having this internal dialogue with yourself right now and saying, yep, that's me. And I'm never going to be able to get out of this. Like, that right there is like self-sabotage. Like you're, if this is what you're doing right now, as I'm talking to you about this, you're, you're on autopilot right now. You're on autopilot right now. And you're doing self-sabotage as we speak or as I speak and you, and you listen. 
Um, so this is definitely positive self-talk, raising your self-worth, understanding your value, boosting your confidence, moving forward with your goals and working through them with purpose, getting your life together and eliminating self-sabotage. This is definitely, definitely a form of self-care. And like I said, if you're in a position to, um, work through these kind of things, this is not something that you're going to be able to, to necessarily change overnight. I think the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is to, to bring a sense of awareness and to let you know that you're not alone in this. You may think that everyone else has it together and they're hitting their goals and they're magical and unicorns and rainbows and all that stuff. But I'm here to tell you that we're all dealing with some real stuff. And a lot of us have that inner negative critic. And a lot of us are self-sabotagers. And we're not going after the things wholeheartedly that we are supposed to be or we're put here to go after. And I think that if we can work on ourselves and seek help, we're going to be able to do so much more and get out of this little box we've made for ourselves. Um, this limiting, small, cramped square box, right? So as I end this episode, my biggest takeaway for you, I want you just to know that if you are a self saboteur, I think that's a word, or you do self sabotage, just know that you have the power to do anything you set your mind to and you don't have to self-sabotage to be a whole human, to get the things that you want, to um, feel a sense of self-worth, to love yourself. Like you don't have to self-sabotage and ruin your dreams um, and then just wonder why life didn't go the way you wanted it to go. You can have, sis, you can have the beautiful relationships you want with a partner or, you know, friendships, relationships with your children. You can have the career that you want. You can have the position that you want. You can have the money in the bank that you want. You can have the house that you want. You can have pretty much the health that you want, the body that you want, the mindset that you want the spiritual or the the relationship with God or, or whatever that you want, you can have those things and they can be absolutely beautiful. You just have to get to that point of recognizing your patterns and working through them. So, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully that didn't get too heavy, but um, I wanted to talk about self-sabotage. If you have any comments or thoughts on that, I invite you to email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. And hey, by the way, I didn't mention this earlier, but this is the last week for you to pre-order your uh, Make Sure She's Okay, either t-shirt, button pin, or um, tote bag, or all three. Um this weekend, I guess technically, um, this Sunday coming up, this Sunday coming up will be the absolute last day that I accept orders. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and do this run and start working to create the products and get them out. So if you are looking to get the make sure she's okay collection, the tea, the button pen, and, or the tote, 
please go to browngirlselfcare.com. There's a banner at the top. Click on it and you can take a look at the products and um, order yours today because I will be uh, removing the link from the website and just getting working on those orders that were placed. And I'm not sure, honestly, if I will do this run again. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned it so no one says, oh, I didn't know. Okay, so all right, that's it for this episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I really do hope that you have an amazing week and that you are adjusting well to this uh, barbaric practice of snatching an hour of our time away. Um, Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.